The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits. That's your Tuesday, August 14th edition. We have a loaded 14-game slate on tap. Hope everybody had a good weekend and an extended weekend as I missed you guys yesterday. But the Slack chat was popping, so come on, join us there. If you ever have any questions, we're always available. Uh, check us out on Twitter at TheSportsDegens, TheSportsDegens.com. If you can go give us a rating and review on wherever you listen to it. We're at iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio should have it, Podbean, uh, YouTube, Wherever you're listening to it, give us a rate and review. It really, really helps out. I think iTunes would be the best if you could, but all of them work just fine as it helps with the ratings. Um, other than that, let's get at it. Uh, a lot going on at Sports Degens, so go check it all out. If you're interested in writing for the upcoming football season, basketball season, hockey season, some ba- whatever, let us know. For fantasy, betting, real life, we are always interested. Go to the website. There is a Write for the Esports Degens link. Fill it out real quick. It'll send me a nice email. And we will be in touch. So go check that out. It's really, really good. Good to get your feet wet if you're looking into something and enjoy doing something like this. But let's get into your 14-game slate today. Let's talk about some totals. Red Sox at Phillies, 9. Mets, Orioles, 9. Rays, Yankees, to be determined, but it's going to be high. White Sox, Tigers, 9. Indians, Reds, 8.5. Marlins, Braves, 8.5. D-backs, Texas, 10. And that's what the wind blowing in pretty well in right field. Rockies, Astros, 7.5. Pirates, Twins, 8.5. Blue Jays, Royals, 9. Nationals, Cardinals, 9. Mariners, A's, 7.5. Angels, Padres, 8.5. Giants, Dodgers, 8. So lots of nice totals on this slate. We do have some pitching to pick from, but overall, some nice hitting spots tonight. Be careful with the weather. In the Northeast, you have uh, three or four ballparks with about 15 20% chances of rain. And then the Midwest, Kansas City, St. Louis, and some of those other ones, you got some healthier chances as well. But they're all kind of draped, uh, tapering off into the evening, so knock on wood, everything will be just, just fine. Now let's get into the pitching on this slate. You have four guys over nine or eleven thousand dollars. Verlander, Corbin, Kluber, Paxton. Verlander's in a phenomenal spot against the Rockies, coming off the worst start of his career. If you want to go there, zero problem with it all. I'm skipping Corbin in that ballpark. Kluber could be great against Cincinnati. Lots of strikeouts there, but I'm going to pay up for anybody. I mean. And if you've been listening long enough, this time of the year, we haven't been paying up for as much pitching as we are for bats. 
Paxton's my guy at uh, $11,100. He's faced the A's once this year, seven shutout innings of 16 strikeouts for 44.2 DraftKings points, uh, 12.8, 18.4, 34 in his last three starts. Very, very up and down, but he's got that great, great strikeout stuff we like to see. Striking out over 31% of the batters he faces with a 14% swing and strike rate, almost a 40% ground ball rate. The A's strike out 23% of the time, first left-handed pitching. They have a 3.65 team total. Lefties 280, righties 298. So Paxton's my guy if I'm going all the way to the top. Verlander is really, really good as well with the Rockies. He strikes out 23.2% of the time. First right-handed pitching, but Paxton's my guy up top if you're paying up. If you aren't paying up, there's a couple of guys in the $9,000 range we can definitely take a look at here. Um, the first one being J.A. Happ. This is my top guy on the slate. If, uh, this is my top guy. This is the one I really, really like right now. Going up against the Tampa Bay team, he's faced twice this year. 10 and 2, 10 and 2 thirds, 3 earned. He's averaging 12.4 a game, but he's been really, really good of late. His two starts with the Yankees, 25.3, 16.5, both in Yankee Stadium. Uh, he's he's a great cash game play with uh, GPP upside. I really like what we have here. Lots of swinging strikes with this Tampa Bay Rays team. 24% strikeout rate versus left-handed pitching. <clears throat> That's on the season. It's actually gone up with a lot of these trades they've made and everything. A lot of these youngsters in play. So definitely like that. J.A. Happ's got 27% strikeout rate. Yes, J.A. Happ, 27%. with a 10.6% swinging strike. Almost a 44% ground ball rate and a hard contact only 30%. He is really, really good, folks. Really, really good. So love me some J.A. Happ tonight, 9500 bucks. Lefty's 296, righty's 312. So uh, Happ at 95 is definitely a guy I can dig tonight. Like The Rays have some contrarian angles in their lineup, but uh, give me Happ at 95. The other guy up here, Jamison Tyon at $9,000 against the Minnesota Twins. Tyon has faced them once this year. Uh, five and a third, two or nine Ks for 27.6 DraftKings points. 22.2, 11, 17, 21, 8, 31, 9, 18. That's Jamison Tyon. He's been very, very good of late. Like six or more Ks in most starts. Facing the Minnesota team, it's really hurt. You know, Dozier's gone. Um, you got tons of strikeouts with Cano back in the lineup. As a whole... They're striking out twenty, almost 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That's number's gone up since uh, some changes. But uh, Tyon's got a 21.3% strikeout rate, almost a 49% ground ball rate, 31% hard contact, great swinging strike. Everything is really, really good for Jamison Tyon. Minnesota team with a 4.1 team total. Lefties 316, righties only 271. Uh, there are a handful of lefties in that lineup, but still really, really good spot here for Jamison Tyon against Minnesota. So if you're going to 9,000 or above, I got J.A. Happ 1, Paxton 2, Tyon 3. All really good spots there. Good cash game guys and good GPP plays for you there. Dipping below now. Mike Fires, $8,000 going up against the Seattle Mariners in Oco Coliseum. The pitcher-friendly Oco. He's faced Seattle once this year. Didn't go well. 2.5 DraftKings points. He made his A's debut against the Dodgers. 5 and a third, 4 hits, 1 and 8 Ks for 23.6 DraftKings points. He's a very boomer, busty type guy, but when he booms, he's... He's 24-plus in most of his booms. The rest of them are low, low, low. Uh, but he's got some big, big upside going against a Seattle team that might have Robinson Cano back any time now. So keep an eye on that. But uh, they strike out 20% of the time for his right-handed pitching. Um, lots to like here with Fires in this ballpark, in this matchup. A Mariners team with a 3.85 team total, sixth lowest on the slate. Lefties do at 361, righties 336. Fires, like I said, he's up or down. He's all or he's nothing. Um, so a very interesting spot there for only $8,000 does bring you some upside on tonight's slate. After Mike fires, you drop down to some GPP play here. I love it. If you're willing to put your 
Cajones on the table. I think this is a fun one. He's got a uh, he's averaging 18 drafting points at home compared to 13.1 on the road. Big time strikeout stuff of late. His last few starts: 25.9, 21.1, 22.7, 17.2, 23.4. outstanding starts of 21 or more in four of those five, 17 or more in all five. He's 7,600 bucks. He's going up against the Boston Red Sox. We're talking Nick Pavetta. GPP only, of course, but uh, he's got a 29% K rate, a 12% swing strike, a 45% ground ball. Yes, uh, Boston doesn't strike out a lot. We know this. They have a 4.7 team total. Lefty's 346, righty's 266. So there's massive concerns. They got a 350 will, but a 207 ISO. Those are insane. We know how good their offense is. A, they're going to lose the DH. Bodes a little well for Pavetta. And all those those last five starts I mentioned, Pavetta was giving up runs in all but the last one. He's striking out everybody. He's got that swing and, swing and miss stuff going. It's the GPP play because you're facing the Red Sox and all hell could break loose. There's no question. Especially in the Citizens Bank Park where that ball could fly. No question about it. But I think he's going to be so low owned with tremendous upside of 7600 bucks. You can't just go over Pavetta and say, no way, he's facing Boston. This is the kind of play that could, you know, it's boomer bust, but could be tremendous down the road for you. Especially when everyone's going to go to Jaime Beria at 7300 bucks at the San Diego Padres. Uh, I was telling guys in the Slack chat, Andrew Heaney, Andrew Heaney, Andrew Heaney, and he dealt last night. Berea's coming off a 23.2 point performance against the Detroit Tigers. Berea's uh, been very up and down this year, but that's what you should expect from a prospect. He's not like a high, high end prospect, but for a depleted pitching system like the Angels, he's pretty high up the list. Um, facing a Padres team we know strikes out a ton, almost 26% of the time for right handed pitching. Uh, Berea's only got like an 18% carry, but 11% swing strike, 40% ground ball. Does give up some hard contact, especially to right handed bats. So if you are fading Berea, Renfro. Franmo, Reyes, Hedges, guys like that. Very, very much a play for you. Padres have a 4.2 team total, eighth lowest on the slate. Lefties hit 288 against Bria, righties 407. Like I said, the right handed bats do get to him. As a team, the Padres, though, we know 288 Wobo, 126 ISO, very, very, very bad. So, Maria is definitely going to be in play. Should be a popular play down in this range. And I don't blame you if you use him, just know the ownership should be there. And the last guy, another kind of GPP play that I do like quite a bit. We were on in the last couple starts. He's been very, very good. He's going to be at Atlanta, which is not always the best environment to pitch in. But uh, Trevor Richards, 7100 bucks, coming off of uh, another great start. 17.2 against St. Louis, 19-7 at Philly, 26-5 against Washington, 22 at Tampa Bay, 21-9 against Philly. Pitching really, really well. Six or more Ks in four straight starts, seven or more in three straight starts. Um pitching outstanding like I said really really good it is Atlanta where the ball can fly we've seen their bats are awake in that double dip yesterday they crushed the base ball they strike out almost 21% of the time versus righties Trevor Richards a 23% strikeout rate 37% ground ball does go up some hard contact more so to righties than lefties but uh, when you look at this matchup here the Braves have a 4.19 total third highest on the slate at the moment lefties 294 righties 373 as we just mentioned but a 315 Wobo, 156 ISO. The Wobo's good, ISO's average at best. So if you want to be in a GPP at 7100 bucks, cheap with some upside, you look at a guy like Trevor Richards. Now we've dropped below 7K where it's a little murky down here, but you can look at a couple here. Blaine Hardy at home at 6800 bucks against the Chicago White Sox. Again, picking on Chicago. But Hardy's faced from twice this year. 12 and a, thir- 12 and a third innings, two or nine Ks, averaging 22 points per appearance against the Chicago White Sox. Uh, he got beat up at the Angels, 2.5 points with a 26 at Oakland, 11-7 against Cleveland. Beat up by Boston and Houston. 
Yeah, had, and those are some bullpen games actually there. So he, he's back in the rotation. His last two appearances were starts 26 and 12 at Oakland and against Cleveland. He's been very, very up and down in his career, and he's shown some 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 life, you could say, when he comes in the starting rotation. And facing a White Sox team that strikes out 26.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching, that's outstanding. He's got a, a 43% ground ball rate, does give up some hard contact, doesn't walk many, though. Uh, a White Sox team with a 4.2 team total, right around the Padres. Lefties 352, righties 290, so reverse splits when it comes to Hardy. Uh, the White Sox will throw a lot of right-handed bats out there. They're at a 300 Wobo and a 150 ISO, both bad versus left-handed pitching. So Blaine Hardy at 68, very, very much in play for you. I forgot to rank the middle of the pack there. If you're playing safe, Berea and Fires in that order. If you want to take some risk and go for the Gusto, Pavetta, Richards in that order. That's how I'm going to break down that mid-tier for you. But back to the bottom. Yeah, Hardy at 6800 bucks, And then it gets really, really fun. Like Hardy's about the way I'd go unless you just want to punt. Andrew Kashner, we talked about him in his last start in the Slack chat. He's always relevant in this range just because he gets blown up but not crazy. 14.2 at Tampa his last time out. He got destroyed at Texas, but that was you could see that one coming. Minus 20.3. But, but then prior to that, 12.1, 10 10.6, 14.7, 10.7, 15.9, 8.7, 11.2. So double digits in all but one start. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting with Kastner. He's got like 15-point upside, which isn't great. But he's also got like that 10-point floor, which in a cash game can be nice at $6,000. It's also not going to be a GPP play that blows it off the map for you. You got... Uh, a Mets team that strikes out 22% of the time for first righties. They just destroyed Severino. So if you want to go there, you can with Kastner at 6K, but very, very hold your breath worthy. The other one I'll mention for the Kansas City Royals, Heath Fillmeyer at 5300 bucks going up against the Toronto Blue Jays. Another kind of riskier play. Um, he started the last time out 22.8. They had 2, 4.5, then 22. He's got some strikeout upside, but also a lot of uh, risk with him. But at 5300 bucks at home against a Blue Jays team, that will strike out 23% of the time for trying to pitching. He's got a, a, a high walk rate, but a good ground ball rate, about 51%. Lots of risk with this. Jason with a 4.17 total. Lefty's 296. Righty's 337. Lots of risk at 5300 bucks, but in play for you. So down below, I got Hardy 1, Fillmeyer 2, Kashner 3. Recapping your pitching real quick. Up top again, Hap 1, Paxton 2, tie on 3. In the middle, if you want to play safe, Berea fires. If you want to get have some fun, gamble, and, and go for the gusto, Pavetta, Richards, like both of those. Uh, and then down below, Hardy, Kastner, Fillmeyer is the way I'd head in that direction. Now let's get to the bats on this 14-game Tuesday slate. Kicking it off at the catcher's position, where we have uh, our top-heavy position, like a few we have here. Yeah, Yasmani Grandal, 46. Meh. Ram Mito's not bad, 43. Got guys like Yadi Molina going up against Gio at 41. I can dig that. Posey against Wood at 41. Not bad. Not looking to pay that much a catcher if you don't have to. Like, if Austin Hedges at 39 is a good GPP play against Berea. We mentioned right-handed power versus Berea. Uh, Ronnie Chirinos at 37 versus Corbin. We do like that quite a bit. Chirinos went deep yesterday. When you're looking at Texas, uh, they're going to have a nice total here. Uh, 4.55. Lefties 322. Righties 280 versus Corbin in his career. Righties have destroyed Corbin. He's worked with that slider shutting him down this year. But in a GPP, Chirinos at 37 could be worth a look. A guy I'd like to go to, though, if you could, Jan Gomes at 3700 Got you 15 points last night. He's very underappreciated. 3700 bucks. He's a good piece of that Indians lineup if you don't want to be the obvious piece of the lineup. Uh, Indians in the second highest total at 5.05. Lefty's 394. Righty's 315 off Sal Romano. 
So a guy like Yon Gomes at that price point at 37 could be a very nice play without going all the way to the top of the price point. As you slide on down, though, like an Elias Diaz at 36 versus other Rizzi. Um, Alex Avila versus Gallardo in Texas is very, very sneaky nice at 3500 bucks. Um, he's been better of late, still having an overall horrible season, but he's shown some upside. 2, a 0, then a 10, and a 9. Uh, 4, 8, 7, 18. So he's showing upside, especially at his price points, up to 3500 unfortunately. It used to be dirt cheap. But you're going up against Gallardo. you got the highest total on the slate at 5.45. Lefty's 371, righty's 354. So now I'm Sevilla at 35 is in play. Salvi Perez versus Baruki at 35. I love, absolutely love this play with Salvi. Uh, when you're looking at the Royals here, lefties 264, righties 346 versus the lefty Baruki. So Sal Perez at 35, very, very nice here. So yeah, you don't have to pay all the way up if you don't want to. You can come down here to the 3Ks and have some fun on this slate. As you go down even farther, you look at the likes of maybe a Tyler Flowers and a GPP at 33 versus Richards. You mentioned the right-handed power versus Trevor Richards. Even though I respect Richards, I like Richards tonight. He is in play for you. Uh, our boy Omar Navarro's went deep yesterday at 3,200. He's a guy you can always take a look at as a cheaper option for you. Uh, Tucker Barnhart at 29 versus Kluber and a GPP. I still don't hate that at that price point, but I'd rather go Caleb Joseph at 29 versus Jason Vargas. Uh, Baltimore's team total is 4.55 versus Vargas. That tells you a lot because Baltimore's been bad. That's a heck of a total. Righty's 402, left or lefty's 402, righty's 364 versus Vargas. So uh, that's a great punt. Caleb Joseph at 2900 bucks versus Vargas. I like that a lot. If you want to punt the position, he's not my top catcher on the slate, but if you want to punt, you're going to Vargas. I like that quite, or uh, Caleb Joseph there against Vargas. I like that quite a bit. Sandy Leone at 28 versus Pavetta is not bad. I'd still rather go to that uh, Caleb Joseph route if you need to. Uh, Chris Herman at 27 versus Fires could be a punt as well for you. Still prefer Joseph at this punt range, but that's an option for you. Let's go to the first base position, which will be loaded as always. Up top, you got Paul Goldschmidt at 52 versus Gallardo. Great play. Another double digit tonight last night. Goldie's been producing, and he's in a phenomenal spot again tonight. Yeah, Freddie Freeman at 51 versus Richards is okay. Carpenter with the big home run last night. He's 5K in his matchup. Also, a good spot for you there. Sliding on down, though, you got like a Jose Martinez versus Gio. Martinez has been heating up. He's 44 versus Gio. I can definitely dig on that one. St. Louis, a 4.6 team total. Lefty's 292, but righty's 344 off Gio. So, a, uh, a Jose Martinez at 44 could be a very nice play. Cardinals will play again as they've been lately, even though they're tilting because sometimes they let you down. But overall, had some great spots that have come through of late. Want to be a little contrarian? You can match him up like a Young Gomes by the bottom side of the Cleveland lineup. Yonder Alonso at 43 versus Sal Romano in that ballpark is a phenomenal look for you there. Can definitely do some damage in that matchup. Yeah, with like usual, with the depth that first base brings, you can get some definite contrarian looks here, like a Justin Smoke. You know, not lighting the world on fire, but 4,300 bucks versus Phil Meyer. You can definitely do some damage there. And like a, a Jose Abreu. I like Hardy as a punt. If you're not using a Hardy, though, and Abreu at 4300 bucks is a really good look for you here. We know the reverse splits where he's actually better versus lefties and righties. We're talking about 352 lefty, 290 righty. Jose Abreu kind of stays out of that mold at 4300 bucks. So you can definitely take a look at that. A Daniel Murphy versus uh, John Gann at 42, first base, second base. Nice contrarian angle there because, you know, not everybody's running to play Daniel Murphy these days. He had a couple big games here and there, five points yesterday. 5 3, but then a 22, a 13, a 10, a 3, then 0 0, 3, 8. So it's very hit and miss with Murphy as he's still trying to find his swing. But you got a Nats team going up against John Gant with a 4-4 total. Lefty's 368, righty's 252. 
So Murphy's that guy at first base or even second base that'll differentiate because most won't gravitate that direction. Make yourself a little different with some big upside at the same time. He's more of probably a stack, but I don't mind him as a one-off either. Josh Bell is one of our birthday boys of the day. He's 4200 bucks going up against Jake Odorizzi. The Pirates have a 4-4 total. Lefty's 364, righty's 338. Odorizzi has been getting crushed game after game after game. So Joey, uh, Josh Bell at 42 is someone to keep an eye on. Matt Adams is another one of those left-handed bats against John Gant of the Nationals. First base outfield eligible at 41, so don't sleep on him if he's in the lineup. Gubbs with a good little spot for you there. Mitchie Twobags versus Pavetta at 41 could be an intriguing play for you. Um, Trey Mancini at 39 versus Vargas at first base outfield eligible is not bad either. It's a cheaper option. Uh, CJ Cron versus J.A. Happ at 37 in a GPP. I can definitely get behind that. Kendris Morales, a cheaper play versus Phil Meyer at 3,600. Don't hate it at all. Morales is having a much better second half of the season than the first half. Um, he's only averaging three points his last 10. But he does have that GPP upside of 3,600 bucks versus Phil Murray that you can't just can't just completely ignore in this matchup. Uh, Greg Bird at 36 is interesting in his spot there, but you got Tampa Bay and then their bullpen, so you don't really know how it's all going to play out the entire game, but it is worth a look. Other than that, check your lineups as there will be many, many more options, but some good spots there to take a look at. You can differentiate that low four range if you need to, if you don't want to pay all the way up top. Second base, if Doge's in the lineup for Suarez, he's a good play at 4800 bucks. He's day-to-day. But Ozzy Albies at 47 definitely a play for you there. Descalso in that great matchup in a Coors Light environment against Gallardo at 46. Merrifield versus Baruki at 46, not bad. It's just tough paying for these guys at those price points. I'd rather go down to like a Nico Goodrum, second base outfield at 43 versus uh, Lucas Gialito. Detroit has a team total of, I just saw it a second ago, where'd it go? Uh, 4.8, fourth highest on the slate. Lefty's 416, righty's 340 off Lito. The Tigers' offense is not good, but this is a phenomenal spot for Lito. Good job at 43, hitting in the middle of that order. Definitely could go there at second base or outfield. Daniel Murphy at 42, like that again, like we already talked about earlier. If you don't like Descalso, who's in a good spot there versus Gallardo, you can tell Marte's 41. But another piece of Cleveland, if you want to do like the Go- or the Gomes at catcher, the Alonzo at first base, you go to Jason Kipnis at second base for 4100 bucks. He's averaging 8.4 his last 10. He had 14 last night, 15 the night before, 8 the day before that. He's been playing really, really well. So Kipnis at 41 is a nice, cheaper second baseman to take a peek at. Jed Jericho, second base, third base, went deep yesterday's 4K, facing another lefty. He's averaging 9 in his last 10. He's hitting lefties and righties. I've been liking him a lot. He's batting 5th or 6th in that Cardinals lineup. Definitely one-offable, stackable for sure. 19, 8, 10, 7 his last 4. Playing some good baseball at 4K versus Geo. I can dig some Jericho at uh, $4,000. Alberto Mondesi, second base shortstop at 4K versus Baruki. Lots to like here at second if you don't want to pay up, literally. Daniel Murphy at 42, Kiptis at 41, Jericho at 4K, Mondesi at 4K. You have options here. you got Cesar Hernandez at 4K. I'd probably go to the other guys, but another option for you. Uh, if you want to keep going towards the top of the order at 3900 bucks, switch hitting Johnny VR in his matchup versus Jason Vargas. Another piece of the Baltimore puzzle if you want to go that direction. Don't hate it at all. Devin Travis is hot, hot, hot. Did some more damage yesterday. He's thirty nine hundred bucks for Filmer, Phil Meyer. So go take a look at Devin Travis. Jeff McNeil's up at thirty eight hundred bucks, hitting towards the top of that Mets order versus Kashner. Uh, Willie Adamas versus Happ at thirty eight. Don't hate either of those. Prefer McNeil over uh, Adamas in that matchup, but both in play. Farther down you go, I could switch hit Jed Lowry. Probably not tonight against Paxton, but he's in play if you want to be contrarian. Eduardo Nunez at thirty six, maybe. If you go down farther, I've got Fletcher at 33 for uh, the Angels if he's in a good spot in the order. 
Logan Forth, Forsyth, 3200 bucks for his tie on second base, third base. I can get behind that as well. So definitely tons of options. Chad Pender, 3100 versus the lefty, but it's Paxton, so not, not running to fade Paxton. Let's just put it that way. Let's head to the third base position. We are we are led by the one, the only, Jose Ramirez at 5900 bucks. He just keeps crushing baseballs in a phenomenal spot versus Ramada. Might be one of the top plays of the day, or definitely towards the top of those options. Mentioned Matt Carpenter already, Eduardo Escobar. Big goose egg yesterday, but a great spot here versus Gallardo tonight at 4900 bucks. I definitely go back to that Escobar well at third base shortstop eligibility. Mentioned Escalcel already. Um, you know, you go down a little farther to like maybe a Justin Turner at 43 versus Suarez. Turner went deep yesterday. Maybe he's starting to heat up against keeping an eye on Turner at 4-3 versus Eugenio, or no, Andrew Suarez of the Gigantes. But like an Anthony Rendon, we mentioned lefties versus Gant. Rendon is definitely a part of the stack if you put it together. He's 4100 bucks, 14 points last night. Love me some Rendon. Uh, definitely stackable. Even one-off if you want, but uh, stackable indeed. Uh, Heimer Candelario at 4100 versus Giolito. Definitely part of a Tiger stack. Johan Camargo at 4K. I can dig that as well. Jed Jericho at 4K. Talked about him already. Uh, Brian Anderson's thirty nine hundred bucks. We want to be different, but Tim Beckham, third base shortstop eligible, thirty nine hundred bucks versus Jason Vargas. I like that a lot. If you're trying to save some cash at third base or shortstop, he definitely comes into play for you there. Going down farther, Colin Moran at thirty nine hundred bucks is a nice cheaper play as well against Oda Rizzi. Uh, Chapman's been on fire. If you want to fade Paxton or one off at thirty nine hundred bucks, I can, I can go that direction. Uh, Kyle Seager versus Fires at thirty seven as well doesn't suck. Rafael Devers at 37 versus Pavetta. So some GPP plays here. Not running to play like cash game-wise, but GPP, yes. But Danny Valencia at 3,600 against Vargas. Third base outfield. That's a nice value. As we know, Danny loves his left-handed pitching. Loves, loves, loves it. Pretty crazy talking all this Baltimore Orioles talk for you here. Going to the shortstop position. We had Jose Ramirez at third. Can you guess who's at first? Oh, yes. Francisco Lindor at 5,900 bucks. Yeah, he's in play. And drops down $1,000 to Eduardo Escobar, 4900 Both plays like we already talked about. Great spots there. Trey Turner, if you're stacking the Nats, he should be a part of that stack. Getting on, steal some bags, score some runs. Definitely can get behind that. You go down a little farther, though, you got guys like Paul DeYoung. Had the big home run last night. He's 4200 bucks versus Gio tonight. I like him again. He's just really, really feeling it. He had an 0 for going in the walk-off. Made everything right with the world yet again. So he's in play for you there. Gene Segura at 41 could be interesting. Cattell Marte at 41 talked about them. Yoan Camargo at 4K. already mentioned him. Alberto Mondesi at 4K. Both interesting plays for you there. Uh, Kiki Hernandez outfield shortstop eligible at 4K. He had cleanup yesterday. He does love him some lefties if he's in a good spot. Could be some value for you. But I dropped down to 3900 bucks and give me some Timmy Beckham. Third base shortstop. Talked about that already. In a nice spot for you there. Jorge Polanco, the Twins, 37 versus Tyon. Is a nice sub 4K guy. There's a ton of sub 4K guys that you can definitely build around the night. If you want to get a little quote unquote safer pitching to go, uh, you can definitely go that direction. Or a couple thumpers and then some average the rest of the way. There's a lot of that on the slate, so check it all out. Going to the outfield position, Mookie Betts at 6K, yes. Peralta 57 is in a great spot versus Gallardo. And David Peralta is another birthday boy. Josh Bell, David Peralta are the two bats. That are birthday boys today. There's two starting pitchers that aren't pitching today. Dylan Covey and Clay Buckholtz. But Josh Bell and David Peralta. Birthday boys. Uh, J.D. Martinez. Interesting as always. Brandon Nemo. Big day yesterday. He's 5,400 versus Kashner. Michael Brantley in a great spot at 53 versus Romano. Bryce Harper in a phenomenal spot at 51 versus Gantt. So lots to like here. I kind of like the Harper angle there at 5,100. Looking at his price point. But uh, David Peralta is my guy if you're going all the way up top. 
When you get down to the sub 4K, Ronald Acuna Jr. is straight white hot fire. 4900 bucks for Trevor Richards. Intriguing, to say the least. Justin Upton, 4800 bucks. Good spot here versus Kennedy. See if his back can stay hot. I don't hate that at all. Uh, Aaron Higgs, Juan Soto against Gantt. 47 is outstanding. Soto went deep last night. Another great spot here. Same with Shohei Otani, but he's a DH situation and they're in a National League park, so check the lineups. Uh, if you're stacking Arizona, AJ Pollock's only 4600 I can definitely get behind that. Uh, Chris Davis in a GPP versus Paxton. Don't hate that at all at 46. Harrison Bader's 45 versus Geo. Price tag keeps going up, but he's been producing like crazy. So a very good play here. He'll be super low owned against Gio Gonzalez at 45. Conforto against Cashier at 45. Definitely a play you can take a peek at to go to Ding Dong City in that one. Sliding on down some more, though. Uh, if you want to be contrarian at 4300 bucks, you can look at Cedric Mullins, the youngster that's playing center field now, switch hitting. 5, 4, 3, 23, or 25 in his four games. He's got some speed, a little bit of power. Uh, it's a pretty steep price, but if you're stacking Baltimore and he's in a good spot in the order with your stack, he's not, not a bad play. Uh, Nico Goodrum at 43, do like that quite a bit. Um, you know, Corey Dickerson at 43 versus Odorizzi could be in play for you. Eddie Rosario's 43 versus Tyon, two kind of interesting GPP type plays for you there. Uh, Denard Span and Mitch Hanniger, both 43 versus Fires. If you're fading Fires, those are both really good plays, especially Span. Span's been swinging it really, really good of late. So those two can be nice GPP plays if you aren't using Fires. Super low owned as well. Curtis Granderson at 42 versus Phil Meyer. We always talk about him leading off in those situations. Definitely interesting there. Sliding on down, if Cole Calhoun's leading off versus Kennedy at 41, that's outstanding price point for the matchup you get there. Nelson Cruz, 41 versus Fires, also a nice price point there. If you're fading fires, it's a really good price point for Nelson Cruz. $4,100. bucks, pretty pretty criminal. Uh, Adam Jones, if he cracks the lineup versus Vargas at only 4K, comes in really, really nicely. There's Renfro at 4K. Talked about him because of the reverse splits of Barria. A little farther down, like a Nick Williams at 4K versus Porcello could be interesting. Marvin Gonzalez at $3,900 versus Marquez. Maybe Tony Kemp if he's got a good spot in the order versus Marquez at 39 Both intriguing plays in, in Houston. Mentioned Trey Mancini already at 39 as this option versus Vargas. Um, Odebel Herrera is only, only 3900 bucks versus Rick Porcel. That's quite the price drop, so there's some upside there. Then we heard our, hit our normal Marcelo Zuna wheelhouse at 3800 bucks versus Gio Gonzalez. That's a great price point for this matchup. He has eight points last night, 14 and 15 in his previous two. He's hitting the ball hard all year. A lot of bad luck at times when it comes to Marcel. For 3800 bucks in that matchup, very, very solid. Farther you slide down, like a Max Kepler at 38 versus Tyon's very much in play if you're not using Tyon. Um, Matt Kemp's interesting at 37 versus Suarez if you need to go that direction. Uh, slide on Dan, uh, Danny Valencia talked about him at 36 versus Vargas like that quite a bit as a cheaper option. Not because a must play, but as a cheaper option. Definitely like that. Uh, da, da, da. As you slide down farther, though, like lately, it's been really, really weird. Fran Mill Reyes at 3,400 versus Barria is a nice option down here if you need to go that direction. Um, else we got for you here no maybe a Gorky's Hernandez at 33 if you need to go that route Scott Steven Piscotti's 33 and a GPP punt Jorge Bonifacio 32 versus Baruki could come into play for you because Baruki's really not that good Adam Ingle at 32 could be a, a punt play as well from the White Sox other than that check the lineups to see what pops up for you at the positions let's recap your pitching real quick before we go to BVP and send you on your way up top, you got Hap 1, Paxton 2, Tyon 3. Of course, you can go Verlander if you want to pay all the way up, but that gets steep, steep, steep. In the middle, if you want to play it kind of quote-unquote safe, 
Butteria fires. That's what you're looking at. Still risky, but a little safer, a little better floor. If you want to take some risk and have some fun and go for that boomer bust, Pavetta Richards. Love them, love them, love them, but it is extremely risky. Uh, down below, it's pretty much the Blaine Hardy show. And then you can mix in some Kastner and Fieldmeyer if you choose. Pretty much the Blaine Hardy show, though. If you're looking at, at uh, you know potential stacks for the night, uh, the Rays versus Hap, no. But D-backs and Texas, both of their matches, D-backs especially versus Gallardo. Uh, Texas is sneaky with Corbin. I don't hate it at all, but everyone's going to run to Arizona for a reason. Cleveland against Sal Romano is outstanding. Remember, you can differentiate with their spots in the order. The Tigers versus Giolito could be very interesting. Uh, you got some Blue Jays versus Phil Meyer, maybe. Um, the Cardinals, right-handed bats versus Geo, I like quite a bit in their matchup. Love me some Baltimore Orioles. They can be definitely they can they can let anybody down. But like the Orioles Mets game, two crap teams facing crap pitching. That could be where GPPs are won or lost. Uh, the left-handed bats of Washington versus Sean Gant. Very, very interesting. The Pirates bats versus Oda Rizzi. Angels versus Kennedy. And so on and so forth. It is a 14-game slate. There's tons to like, so join us in the Slack chat. We will talk about it. Any questions you have, we answer. We make it happen. Let's talk about the VVP real quick on this 14-game slate. If there's anything worthwhile, like Todd Frazier, 5 for 13, 5 doubles off a of Kashner. Matt Duffy, 5 for 12 with a homer off a of Hap. Carlos Santana, 12 for 41, 2 doubles, 3 homers off of Porcello. Azurbo Cabrera, 17 for 56, 3 doubles. Good sample sizes, at least. Castellanos had taken G. Little deep twice yesterday or this season. Castellanos had 40 points yesterday. He's definitely in play again tonight. Tigers are very alive and sneaky. Uh, Matt Davidson, a small sample with 3 for 5 with a double and 2 homers off of Blaine Hardy. Uh, Joey Votto, 5 for 7, 2 doubles off Kluber, but he left with an injury yesterday, so be careful. Jose Ramirez and Lindor, small samples, but both have a homer off of Sal Romano. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, 6 for 12 with a double off Gallardo. John Jace, 10 for 33 with two homers. That can be contrarian if he's in the lineup. Uh, Gerardo Parra and Charlie Blackman are both taking Verlander deep in small samples. Yadi Molina, 7 for 23 doubles off Gio. Uh, Jericho's got a homer. Ozuna's got a homer as well off of Gio. Do, do, do. Uh, Jonathan Lucroy, 6 for 13 with a double and a homer off of Paxton. Kyle Seeger, 5 for 13 with a double and a homer off of Fires. Segura and Cameron Maven have each homered off of Fires. Brandon Crawford, 6 for 18 with a double and two homers off Alex Wood. And that'll do it for your BVP. And that'll do it for today's quick hits. Go check us out again online at thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens. Uh, the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast recapping the PGA and then previewing the Wyndham Championship this week with myself and Jesse is out and available for you now. We'll have much more this week. Uh, Dana has her pitching primer, some low-owned pitchers to target throughout the week. Go check that out. Uh, lots of fantasy football content coming down the line from my boy Coop Fiasco. Talked to him yesterday. Got some more cut up there. Jay Coop's also got some, two different guys. Jay Coop's got some uh, more divisional previews to come. Much, much more coming your way. Busy podcasting. We got uh, around the bases going tonight with the uh, Phillies interview. Go check that out. Uh, I got a bench with Bubba coming tonight. I have a guest spot on the Nasty Cast coming tonight. So a lot going on there. Uh, much, much more coming up this week. Go check it all out. Again, give us a rating review. We much, much appreciate it. Uh, but good luck on tonight's edition of MLB DFS. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 14th edition. I'm out.